Добро пожаловать в Онселвалтешо. На здравие. Welcome to the Von Selvote Show. Today is a special episode dedicated to someone who taught me how to read and write in Russian. Yes, reading the poetry of Alexander Pushkin in Russian taught me how to read and write in Russian. It, through a love, gave me a love of Russia in a way that I really hate is being portrayed in America today, throughout the world. Actually, Russians are beautiful people and just like Americans, Americans are beautiful people as well, so I don't believe that the politics and the citizens should be muddied. Be that as it may, enjoy today's show. Today marks the 221st birth anniversary of Alexander Pushkin. So, from JSTOR, I'd like to give you some background about Alexander Pushkin. How Alexander Pushkin was inspired by his African heritage. Alexander Pushkin is known as the quintessential Russian writer, but he took particular inspiration from his African great-grandfather, General Abraham Petrovich Ganibal. Alexander Pushkin is known as the quintessential Russian writer. What many readers don't know is that he took particular inspiration from his African great-grandfather, General Abraham Petrovich Ganibal. According to Anne Lounsbury, a scholar of Russian literature, Boyer credentials, African heritage, and a personal link to Peter the Great were all crucial to Pushkin's identity. Playing up his connection with Ganabal, the author adopted the nickname Afrikanets, the African. His connection to his relatives showed up in other ways, too. Pushkin's Cameroonian great-grandfather was simultaneously an insider and an outsider, rather like a poet who looks in on the world to compose about it. Ganabal sometimes written, Hannibal, was very young when he was kidnapped from Africa and sent to Constantinople as a slave. From there, a Serbian count named Sava Vladislavic brought him to the court of Peter the Great in St. Petersburg. The Tsar became very fond of the young boy. 
he made him his godson, conferring him the patronymic Petrovich, son of Peter, and sent him to study in France. By the time Peter the Great's daughter Elizabeth took the throne, Ganibal's rank and accomplishments allowed him noble status. But in 1742, letter, the Russian Senate, Ganibal insisted that his noble status was linked to his father being an African chief. I am of African origin, of an illustrious local, local nobility. I was born in the city of Langone on lands belonging to my father who reigned furthermore over two other cities. This appeal is the only recorded testimony of his African origins. The search for Lagone began in the 19th century, culminating in historian Dr. Didone Gnamaku's late 20th century discovery. The African Institute, the Russian Academy of Sciences, and the Pushkin Museums in Moscow, St. Petersburg, and Mikhail Lovsko, supporting his finding that Ganabal was probably born in Lagone, Berni, in Cameroon. For Pushkin, the African ancestor who left traces of himself in physique was also present in his persona. Pushkin's work criticized society, which led to temporary banishment. Ganabal represented what it was like to be uprooted, yet live in the heart of one's adoptive homeland. He was simultaneously an insider and an outsider, rather like a poet who looks in on the world to compose about it. The influence provides a subtext for many of Pushkin's writings, including The Moor of Peter the Great, his unfinished historical novel of Ganabal's life. Pushkin's most famous work, Eugène Onegin, alludes to Russia's turbulent history straddling East and West. The story has been reinterpreted as an opera. Tchaikovsky in 1879, Ballet by Krenko in 1965, a film Martha Fiennes 1999 starring Ray Fiennes and Liv Tyler. It also contains one of the most famous references to his own mixture of Russian and African heritage. It is a description of straddling two worlds. It's time to drop astern the shape of the dull shores of my disfavor, and there beneath your noonday sky, my Africa, where waves break high to mourn for Russia's gloomy sabor. Land where I learn to love and weep. Land where my heart is buried deep. Alexander Pushkin. A lot of us were on the bark. Some framed a sail for windy weather, the others strongly and together moved oars in silence sunk, keeping a rudder strong and clever. The skipper drove the heavy skiff 
And I, with careless belief, I sang for sailors, but the stiff whirl smashed at once the water's favor, all dead the captain and his guard. But I, the enigmatic bard, was thrown to shore alone. I sing the former anthems yet and dry my mantle torn and wet in beams of sun under a stone. question. Have you subscribed yet? If not, subscribe now on your favorite podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. This podcast was brought to you by Volte Studios.